What's new, Nate? What's new is I just got back from the great white north of the mountains of North Carolina. What were you doing in North Carolina? Uh, hanging out with the in-laws for the weekend. Um, they have a house up in the Silva area, if anybody knows where that is. And it snowed. We got about an inch of snow, so that was kind of cool to see. Had fun. Did not take the pup. He stayed home. We boarded him, actually, for the first time. Wow. So that was... Uh, we are... Anxiously awaiting picking him up tomorrow. Tomorrow being Monday. Yeah. So. At the time of this recording, you don't have him back yet because it's the weekend. And right. They're not open. Right. It was kind of nice to get a couple of nights, un- uninterrupted night sleeps. Nights of, what? how am I saying that? Yeah, no, they of, know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was kind of nice for that, but we do miss him and ready to have him back in our possession. So no so. hug date, but there was a snow date. We, yeah. Uh, we saw some snow. First time I'd seen snow in a couple of years, probably. So that was kind of cool. Really cool. Um, yeah. So we had fun. It was a good weekend. What's new with you? <laughs> you notice that at the, I don't know if you've listened to last week's episode yet, but there's always like an awkward pause right there. And I just like to leave always. it in now. Just like to leave it I in. I feel like, I feel like that's like our shtick for like what's news. Like yeah. if we don't awkwardly pause. But it's between not. It's <laughs> It's not a shtick. Like, no one just knows what's happening. And this is our 162nd yeah. episode. Yes. Yeah. This is number 162. If we were a baseball We're not doing it on purpose. No. It's our, it's our same week, same problem thing right. every time. I'm going to blow your mind. We refuse to evolve. I'm going to blow your mind, Nate. We made an acquisition in the past couple of weeks. And this is an acquisition. Let me, let me just lay the groundwork. Emily and I do not take acquisitions lightly. Like, we don't spend money frivolously. Also known as a purchase for anyone who doesn't speak Travis. Yeah. Like, you didn't acquire a pro athlete in a trade? No. It sounds like we bought a Chick-fil-A franchise. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't. And we did not take acquiring a Chick-fil-A franchise lightly. No, we bought a Blackstone griddle for the back porch. Oh, nice. We got it from Walmart. Yeah. We got a 36-inch Blackstone griddle. Emily has yet to see me cook on it, but she has eaten off of it two times at this point. Yes. Three times. I don't know. I love the fruit of its labor. It's incredible. Um, so to speak. How many, how many honey buns can you fit on that sucker? Oh, they, you know, it's funny. Like it tells you, I, I forget. 50? I forget. It says like 72 pieces of bacon and 28 pieces of toast and 36 burgers. I don't know what all the things are, but it tells you like all that on the label. And I'm like, they should tell you honey buns. They should give you a Probably honey bun 30. conversion I bet ratio. you can get 30 on there. You think so? I think so. Maybe we'll do that after the season. Maybe we'll have some people over and we'll do a honey bun challenge. Yeah, like everyone bring your leftover honey buns from duck hunting and we'll see how many we can fit. We'll cram them all on. I'll tell you what was upsetting is um, I had to run an errand, but Travis had just started cooking. I walked out onto the back porch and he had on a a hibachi chef's hat and an apron and that was it. (laughs) Just flipping bacon on that thing as fast as he could. Just trying to set the mood, baby. (laughs) <laughs> Nate's face. <laughs> it's, I thought our internet died for a Nothing second. I just said okay. is true. I just um, made that up. <laughs> stay woke, guys. I'm out. I'm you would stay woke if you saw that. That is not up to code. <laughs> oh. Anyway, no. One of our big deals at the house is Emily loves bacon more than anyone alive, but hates the smell of it that permeates the house for three days after you cook it inside. Mm-hmm. And this was a great way to get that cooking outside. And the other really cool thing is we eat a lot of bacon. I mean, we have a 14 year old son. We have me 
who I don't know if you guys have seen me. I'm old, I'm svelte, but I can eat a lot of bacon. That might mis, be misleading. And M has been known to put a piece or two away of bacon in her life. Anyway, I can if, cook, if it's laying around, I can cook the whole pack at one time now. It's incredible. It's like I'm nice. done. I'm done cooking bacon in like seven minutes, versus you know the the three hours it would take before or whatever it was. Right. Anyway, new Blackstone. Excited about that. So hopefully you guys will see some some fruits of our labor come from that in the near future. M. Yo. What is new with you? We have a new review, gentlemen, and it is a doozy. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Um, it's from JD, the cowhide manipulator. Wow. And I will tell you how weird our internet world is. Um, I sent an email to myself of this review so that I would have it handy for this reading. And I just got an ad in my social media for cowhide rugs. Wow. Like within two hours of me emailing the word that to myself nice. with the word cowhide in Par- it. Parks and Rec predicted it in 2014. Crazy. Um, anyway, it's called OG Listener JD. I don't know if you all still read these, but I've been listening since episode one. So I remember Two Minute Will and Boat Songs. Wow. I just found the podcast a couple months ago and greatly enjoy it. I'm, that's kind of contradictory, so I don't know what he means there. I think maybe he's saying he started at the beginning. He re, like he re- Yeah, so it. He's, an o- he's an OG listener. Okay. I'm only to episode 83 slash 84, but I'm surprised that Ryan Gosling has not sued Travis for identity theft already. He has. (laughs) He has. We settled that out of court. We can't discuss the details publicly. (laughs) Emily is my spirit animal with snacks. I believe they should be readily available for any outdoors trip. Nate, your passion for the outdoors is something Ranella should be proud of. (laughs) I just finished the Summer Reads episode and I have had... I think he means, I've heard you talk about a book Alain remembered numerous times. I cannot believe I've never read this book. I don't get a lot of time to read, but I do get to listen to a lot of things. So I started the audiobook. I listened to 17 chapters today. Thanks for the suggestion. Please keep up the great quality. And Emily, Strawberry Jelly does go on PB&Js. Wow. Nice. That's an incredible that's review. A, that's a heck of a review right there. Yeah, and JD's that's like, one of our people. And that, they, he touched on a lot of like stuff that we so much stuff a lot of nostalgia right there yeah there's a lot of legacy things to unpack there i mean he we don't even have time to go back down the peanut butter and jelly road but he's wrong about the strawberry objectively wrong about strawberry jelly and really what did you suggest that there should be a support group or something for that oh a prayer list so we're gonna what we're gonna have is like the uh, unofficial (laughs) official cast and blast florida prayer list jd's going on it and as you offend us in or join sides, we'll add you to the prayer <laughs> list, depending on, you know, what you need, what we need to get done. That feels like a situation where we just end up with a list of our listeners because we'll and, and of us because you would put me on the prayer list for hating Garth Brooks. No, that's not the list. Oh, that's not. The There's list a different list for oh, you. OK. Uh, before. Oh, what's noteworthy. I've got a couple of things I want to I want to hit on. Uh, first one is. I don't know if we've talked about them on the show before, but there's an organization, Nate, I don't know if you're even familiar with them, American Daughters of Conservation. Have you heard of them? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. American Daughters of Conservation, a lot of the, the their members listen to our show and participate in our group and stuff, but they are having a clay shoot on February 13th. I won't be able to participate because that's actually the youth hunt day, but it is in, I don't know, Brandon, Fishhawk. It's between, yeah. it's between here and Tampa, between Polk County and Tampa. And it's a great course. I've shot that course before. Good time, good cause. It benefits their national operations. So 
if you have a team you can put together and want a, a fun day, I've, I've seen a lot of you shoot this year, and I'm just saying you could benefit from a day at the range. Like that wouldn't it wouldn't kill you to to go yep. out there and donate a little money. Um, Sicko waiter review. Did you get to see that, Nate? I you know what I haven't really had the time to sit down and read it. So it's only two thousand words. What do you do? It's so I, many I mean, words. You know, I can I've. I've I've already got a couple of books on the docket, so okay. it's <laughs> going to be added to the list. Yeah, maybe you could read a chapter a night of my sicker yeah. on the Cast and Blast website. I will say this. I will be disappointed if you guys don't just save that in your in your phone, like in an open tab, and every time someone asks for thoughts on sicker waiters, you just paste that link into the post. Just just do it. That, will, that would make my heart smile forever and ever. Um. We had quite a few recipes submitted to us last week after I made an all call on the podcast. So thank you guys for doing that. Keep them coming. We're going to start publishing those probably next week. So uh, some more content we can get out there. And I'm going to I'm just going to say it. Some of y'all are scared of vintage photos. Some of y'all are too chicken to even try to do a vintage photo. We have free t-shirts. Just They're just t-shirts sitting around that we're trying to give to people. And some of y'all are too scared. Did you see John Fury's, Nate? I did. He looked like a... Um, he looked like a aged white herb. Oh, that's Which I was good. into. That's good. Did I you, don't, like with I don't the, know with that the reference. Gray beard and everything. Emily doesn't oh, wait. Know. Maybe I do. Emily doesn't know Wyatt Earp. Who, who played Wyatt Earp? In which movie? Wyatt Earp or... Kurt Russell. Tombstone. No, the other guy. Tombstone was Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's not who I'm thinking of. It's a younger guy. Oh, you're thinking of Sam Elliott. Mm-mm. That played his... Played no, you're off. thinking... Wait a minute. You're thinking of Johnny Ringo. No. Um, God. <laughs> this is terrible. This is a rabbit What's hole happening right now we were is not terrible. For. Yeah. This is great how we're doing... Val Kilmer. Oh, you're That's th- who I'm thinking of. Hold on. You're yes. thinking of Doc Holliday? Doc yes. Holiday. Thank you. I wow. could not for the life of me. His mustache. Okay. He wore it well. Hold I'm on your a Huckleberry. <laughs> John John Fury did not look like Doc Holiday at all. The the right answer was someone on, on Facebook commented that it looked like Shane Mahoney. I think that was yeah. a great answer. Serious Yeah, that was a great yes. Who uh, is Shane Mahoney? Shane Mahoney, the the North American conservation model guy. Okay, well, that's a really weird reference when you could... Not in this group, it's not. Yeah, but when you can it's use right Val Kilmer. Oh okay. <laughs> that's more like a universal take. I'm going to tell you straight up, John's <laughs> going to tell his wife that we said he looked like Val Kilmer. That's what he's taken away from this from this conversation. John, Val show us Kilmer. your modeling contract. But here's the, here's, the, here's the ultimate meat of this is there's still time and we still have slots available. If you could get your vintage photo done before the end of duck season, you can get a t-shirt from us, a cast and blast Florida official t-shirt. I don't even know what that means, but that's a true thing. Before we move into the main segment, it is time to pay a bill. And the bill that we usually pay is Hallett insurance, Fletcher Hallett, Hallett insurance company, 904-315-5812 new year. Good time to check your insurance policy, shop your rates. It's a great time to do it actually. Uh, you can give Fletcher a call, shoot him a text if you don't want to talk on the phone, if like you're super shy or anxious about doing that. Or you're a millennial. Or you're a millennial. Like myself. Or you can send him an email, fhallett at hallettins.com. Emily, how do you spell Hallett? Double the L's and double the T's. Hallett for all your insurance needs. Yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible, that was my wow. worst one. 
Was that your worst? I needed to warm up. <laughs> so, a couple weeks ago, someone had a, a incident in a with a vehicle, and there were a number of Cast and Blast members there. And as soon as the thing cracked, someone said, cue the jingle. So you have you have infiltrated. Dang. Your jingle creation has infiltrated. Was this someone having a piece of equipment go through their back window? Yeah, it was. Oof. It was. Here's the, here's the thing for today, Nate. You have not seen this list. Emily can see it right now. Uh, I took maybe 15 or 20 words that duck hunters should know. So we're doing a service for the world right now. So I'm going to give the word. Emily's going to give us what she thinks the definition is. And then Nate's going to give us the real definition. If he knows it, if he doesn't, I'll, I'll weigh in, but he's going to know every one of the, there's two of them. I'm worried he might not know because they're, they're a language thing. Um, anyway, so we're going to walk through this. If you've never duck hunted before, this is going to be duck hunting vocab 101. Like it's going to, this is going to make you a stronger force in the blind. Second thing it's going to do is hopefully provide endless hours of entertainment as Emily wanders through this. So I feel like I feel like we're going to have a lot of elevator music in this episode. <laughs> I, I should give you a warning. I am not going to edit anything out of what's about to happen oh, here. I'm glad there, you said that. There are a couple of words on the list that may clean. that may uh, you, little ears may um, you, you've just been warned. Nothing's going to be too graphic or anything, but you've just been warned. How about that, moms and dads? Um, so let's start here. Emily, you're going to know some of these, all right? Volleying. Um, is that when you have... When I said Emily, that was you. So is that when you... I was trying to think of what it was. Is that when you have like you're blinded up on a lake and then maybe somebody else is up across the lake from you and they'll shoot at a, a pod of ducks and it'll send it your way and then you shoot at them and it sends it back and forth? Uh, Yeah. So you said volley, right? You kind of broke volleying. up volleying. But volleying. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm getting it right. Yeah, so, I mean, that is a good definition, volleying ducks. But a, another way you could think about a volley of ducks is, like, you just have a group come in and everybody gets to shoot. You shoot a volley of ducks. It's and so, like, like you, you get a volley you get a volley of ducks, like, <clears throat> like in a tennis match, a volley is, like, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's a lot of action, right? Mm-hmm. And so a volley of ducks would be like a group of ducks coming in in a lot of action in like one moment. Like, hmm. boom, 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 boom. So one for Nate. I, well, you Are were we pretty keeping close No, but, you were pretty but close yours is a good definition. Like a volley, like that would be more of a traditional view of volley, right? You shoot the ducks and they fly across and someone else shoots the ducks. So that would be technically a volley as well. Uh, so, so you're not wrong. I'm not going to say anyone gets a point there because I would define volley as a group of shots. I would say I heard a volley across the lake. A volley of shots. Yeah. I would hear I would say I heard a volley of shots. That's how I use it. That's so strange know. to me. I don't know. There's no definition like there's no like right or wrong on this. All right. If you hear something for I don't know. I feel like you should just hear somebody being like, We got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. That's a how rally. You? And then, you're talking about rallying at that point. But you're volleying the saying back and forth. Since I don't you know. said rallying, do you know what rallying birds is? It's not on the list, but do you know what that is? Uh, is that where you call them back to you after they fly by? No, that's rallying birds is when you drive through them and get them to jump up. Oh, we don't like that. No, not at all. Um, spread. What's a spread? That's when you get pulled over and they're worried that you have. (laughs) (laughs) No, a spread is when you, uh, 
It's your spread of decoys. So there's always great debate, discussion, whiteboarding, drawing, planning, more planning, undoing, redoing of the decoy spread in every hunt. And then you think you have enough and then a couple more need to go out. And then you have to pick them all up before you leave. It's just a whole thing. And they're always tangled together. Working or let them work. What does that mean? Oh, let them work. Um... So you're working the ducks. So you can work the ducks with your call and have them do certain things like turn and come back or call them near. But letting them work is like, don't shoot yet. Don't do anything. Just let the ducks work. Like let them, they're going to go away. They're going to come back. Just let them work. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you get it. Some ducks will circle a few times and you really just want to let them work because the longer they circle, the more likely they're going to try to land. So like, if you shoot them, if you shoot at them on the first pass, you know, they're probably almost out of range or so you really want them to try to land. And in order to get them to land, a lot of times you got to let them work. What's that? What's that? That song? It's like, nah, 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 work, 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 your body and work, work. That's what I think. About. I, don't, I don't know that, that song. That'd be a great TikTok video with the ducks working. Did it? Yeah, that would be. Did it dirty. <laughs> Remember their little ears. I know. I'm trying to think of what this means for duck hunting. Did it dirty. Can you use it in a sentence? Those ducks just did it dirty. Man, did you see that modeled? He just did it dirty. Oh, man. We had a group do it dirty today. That's where they come in and you think you think they're going to cup or you think they're going to get close enough to shoot and at the last second they just flare off. Go ahead, Nate. I mean, that would be doing us dirty but if a duck does it dirty that means he like landed like the mm. the models we shot the other day were all doing it dirty they were all like cups and committed coming in and we shot him in the face when they were right there so ducks doing it dirty is them landing in your decoy like landing in your face them doing you dirty would be like their circle a few times and they flare off something off something. but no one says that would be yeah no who no one, came up with these terms is there like an official no one's in charge of this. Okay. This is just the world. This is just a thing that has happened in the world. All right. Um, you know what cupped, cupped up means? Mm-hmm. Okay. Explain that real quick. That's when, um, like right before, like when a duck is committed and he's going to land in your spread or nearby, they like, pull, instead of like flapping their wings out, they like pull them towards themselves and like cup up and go like they get real. We've got to figure out video. We've got to figure out video. <laughs> <laughs> because they're trying to slow down. It's like when a, it's like when a plane reverses its engine, the duck is like cupped up to reverse its engine and slow down and it can land. Yes. Yes. So if they were cupped up, you could say they did it dirty. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it's exactly, how, that's exactly <laughs> what it means. <laughs> Okay, this is one of the ones that's that's a little bit like you might want to turn the radio down just for a second, just because of the the word, got shit on. Do you know what that means? No ducks. No. All the ducks. No. That's when you're just like sitting in the blind, talking or not paying attention or whatever, and all of a sudden we look up and there's a duck screaming by you at about sixty miles an hour that just flew about ten yards over your head. Oh, yeah. In one direction, or like from, usually from the back, because you don't see them until they're like, all of a sudden it's like, oh gosh, there's a duck, and we just got shit on. Yeah, and or it can happen, like if you, like Nate said, if you're talking and you're you're not paying attention, you could have ducks decoy in, not land, 
and start and climb up over the blind or whatever. They just shit on you. Climb up over the blind? Like fly up over where you're wow. at. I pictured them like war style clawing <laughs> their way up the palm fronds. So if a duck did you dirty, mm-hmm. you got shit on. See how oh. I just tied all that together? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is one that I'm not sure that Nate will know the answer to. A dogri. Do you know what a dogri is? D-O-G-R-I-S. Is it French? It is. It's Cajun. It's Cajun. Dogri. I don't have any idea. Creole? I guess it'd be Creole. Nate, do you know which one a dogri is? I think I know this from a Facebook comment earlier today, actually. Do you know? Go ahead. It's a ringneck duck, isn't it? It's a, it's a bluebill. Bluebill. A dogri, a dogri is a bluebill. And you do know that because that guy, he posted it and asked about a dogri on a ringneck, I think, but it was about a... Right. He was wrong about in his question. So a dogri is a... That's what the Cajuns call bluebills. Okay, That's a fun that moment. makes sense. Yep. I got another Cajun word since we're on that one. I'll just go ahead and do it. A poldu, a P-O-U-L-D-E-A-U, poldu. Do you have any idea what that is? Do you have a guess? I'll tell you it's a species of bird. Is it a snipe? No, but that's a great guess. Oh my that's God, a great that's a guess. Great, wow. great guess. Thank you. Do you know what it is, Nate? I don't, I don't. Snipe was a great guess though. It's a coot. Any kind of a coot is ah. called a poldu. So you did good going off of duck. That Thank was you. really good. All right. Uh, Travis's face is just amazed that I said snipe right then. Amazed. <laughs> Feet down, I'm going to skip. That's kind of self-explanatory. Locked up, I'm going to skip. That's kind of self-explanatory. Those are both similar to cupped or doing it dirty. Uh, I am going to say on a string. Do you know what that means? On a string. Am I using a sentence? Yeah. That single came on a string. That duck was like he was on a string. I guess it could mean one of two things in my head. It could mean like they're straight line coming in or they're coming straight to you as though you had a string connected to the duck and it was just like falling to you. There you go. It's like you're pulling them yep. in on a string. Yeah, like a kite. Um, what does it mean when we say they're going to do it? They're going to come in. They're going to commit. They're going to go feet down. They're coming back. Yeah. They're going to do it. They, that's usually followed by they flare off of you at some point. <laughs> or if you've been sitting I mean, in a blind for like hours and there's no action, maybe you'll just be sitting there like, they're going to do it. They're going to come. Yeah. Yeah. You see a duck at like a thousand yards, but <laughs> yeah. they're going to do it. There's more where that came from, boys. If Stay you, alert. If I say hit the call, what am I telling you to do? Uh, Hit the call. <laughs> Reach over and pound you in the chest. Um. No, blow on the call. Yeah, I'm just telling you. To, I'm just telling you to to make a quick. Call. Is that something you say often? Because yeah. people bring. Yeah, a lot. Lots of my clients want to use their own duck calls. Really, mm-hmm. that is so interesting and, to me. And a lot of times, like if I'm hunting with friends, like if I'm hunting with Nate or somebody, if I'm watching one way, he's watching the other, or like we were hunting model ducks one day way, so I had my Drake whistle in my hand. He had a, a standard mallard call. So there were times I wanted to whistle, and there were times I wanted him to call. So let's say hit the call, hit the call. That's cool. Um, flap and glide. If I say that's a flap and glide, what am I talking about? That's not a duck. Is it? No, it's not. Uh, what is that call? What is that bird called that goes? God, we've got to solve what the is video that problem, bird called? What is it called? I know what it is. It's a cormorant. A cormorant. Uh, cormorant. Cormorant. Flap and glide is a cormorant. Flap and glide. I got it. Yeah, right, I got I got a couple more. 
Uh, if you get buzzed, what happens, <laughs> Emily? That's where the ducks fly like right over you and you don't realize that they're buzzing you. Yep. And they, or they'll buzz the decoys too. And sometimes it happens so fast. You don't, you don't know what happened and you totally miss it. Yep. If I say the ducks are in your face, what do I mean? I don't know. Nate, ducks are in your face. Cuffed, committed, feet down, ready, doing it, doing it dirty, right in front of you. <laughs> it's all made the same thing. Yeah, well, it's yep. funny, though, because some people think in your face means they're literally going to be like 10 feet in front of you. Because mm-hmm. I have had ducks at 20 yards, cupped, committed, doing it dirty, and get shot. And I was like, dude, they were right in our face. And I've had clients look at me and say, they were nowhere near our face. Oh, it's just slang. It's slang. I've also had ducks in your fa- in our face before. L- like literally. The, like the technical definition of fly, in your fly face. between people in the blind. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is one we use all the time, and I'm not sure we've ever defined it, and it is the word flared. What does the word flared mean? That is when some something or someone has uh, caused a duck to reject all of the environment that we have created to try to lure them in. And what do they do in that case? They How- flare off is the term. So the duck may be coming in, buzzing, cupped, committed. Doing it dirty. Doing it dirty. Ring around the rosy, pockets full of posy. <laughs> flying the kite on the string. <laughs> west side, east side. Um, and then, you know, I'll tilt my chin and the sun will reflect off my glasses and it will flare away as though it is repulsed. That's good. That was probably the best definition of flare I've ever heard. Yep. Awesome. Especially the east side, west side part. Of <laughs> All right. Last one. Last one is a pair of singles. A pair of singles. A pair of singles. Or you could say a group of singles Some sometimes. I've said that before. Too. I feel like a pair of singles is when you have like a pair of drakes or a pair of hens come in. They're not coupled up. Although, hey, we accept everybody here on the Cast and Blast Florida podcast. Love is love, baby. Nate, how do you how do you define a pair of singles? So it'd be like two single ducks coming from different directions at the same time. I, I, that's um, how I would define it too. It's sometimes they will meet up and come in together. Right. So you have a, a pair lot of, of times singles. Like, right. A lot of times you have a pair of ducks flying around, and then a single will come by and and pick up with those ducks, and then you'll have a group of three flying around a thruple so. i think a thruple is the word you're looking for. i don't think that's the word we're looking for uh the other time you would use pair of singles or group of singles is the other day someone asked me how my hunt went and i said yeah we killed 12 singles we had we had 12 individual ducks come in right we never had a pair of anything come in anyway feel like that was a good that was a good representative like intro to duck hunting lingo for those that uh, we have a lot of listeners that are still dipping their toes in to the duck hunting world. So we should offer some like flashcards. Is that what we should do? What's, What's that, that app? app? Quizlet. <laughs> Quizlet. We should have duck hunting flashcards on Quizlet. We'll put duck hunting and Quizlet together. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so let us know if we missed anything or if we did not define anything or if you just turned it off because you were worried about your kids hearing us say got shit on. With that, we are going to move into everyone's favorite part of the show. That is keep and release. Nate, do you have a release? Yes, I do have a release. Um, I'm releasing snow. Um, For 
in like I love seeing it and visiting it. I actually do like snow, enjoy snow. It's very peaceful and pretty, and uh, I'm glad I get to leave it because um, it's just dirty and it's wet and it's cold. And I'm glad I don't live in a place that gets a lot of snow and I have to shovel it all the time or mm-hmm. like let your car run for 10 minutes to melt it off your windshield. Um, you know, so it's just it's fun to be in for like a day, which is what I got. And then it's even more fun to leave and leave it behind. So that's what I'm releasing. S- snow is better in theory. It's yeah, it's better in theory. It's a great theory. It's a and, great theory. And the one time I think of that you would want to keep snow is if you were staying at a place where you could ski. Like if you were staying yeah. on the spot, like you're staying in a hotel where like you walked out and there was a lift. So you didn't really have to deal with the snow except to go play in the snow. Right. Like I could see snow being a cool thing then, but the rest of the time snow is unnecessary. And I just think it's a, it's, it's a bad idea. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the yep. snow. Cosine. Cosine. You're in on that. It's really fun to like go to a resort and go tubing or something and then drive home to Florida where it's not snowing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Uh, what is your release? And uh, should we just buckle in for this? No, I'm not going to let loose because I do love you, but <laughs> I think I speak for most of the duck wives out there when I say that we're ready for duck season to be done. Um, We need our partners back at full speed and... Travis is to the point of duck season where this is he terrible. doesn't hear anything I say and he asks questions and says things out loud and then asks me 30 seconds later if he says them out loud. <laughs> um, he'll expl- he'll mans- he's mansplaining a lot and it's not because he's like a sexist and thinks I'm dumb. It's because he's like so out of his mind tired. This man needs a vacation from duck season. <laughs> More than anyone I've ever <laughs> known. Like, he is just so tired uh, that he's... Some people get really, like, I don't know. He just, he's... I don't mean this as ugly as it sounds, but you're just really dumb right now. <laughs> I need you back. I, t- I take it. I the, the problem we've reached at this point in the season, I thought you were going to tell him this, is where I'm now scared. I'm so tired. I'm worried I'm going to miss my alarm. Right. So this morning I had my alarm set for 420. That's what that's what time I was supposed to get up. And I woke up at two and couldn't go back to sleep because I was so worried I was gonna that miss my alarm. Yeah. And I was so tired and then I was dragging. So I, I kept a two extra two hours of no no sleep on top of everything else. And then I needed a nap and it's just been it's been a long season. It's kind of ironic because I started reading um I got this book for my birthday called Why We Sleep. Uh, by a, a Harvard doctor who's been studying sleep for 20 years. So I'm like reading about how terrible it is for your brain and body to be on reduced sleep or off your sleep cycle and living with this person who is in that situation. And it is, it shows. Yeah. I don't even know that I could say like, like what is it? I know diurnal is, is sleeps at night, awake during the day. Nocturnal is awake at night, sleeps during the day. What is the, the in between? Cause that's kind of what I'm doing right now insane yeah mm-hmm. it's terrible so my release is um chess with my son chess with the two minute will will of two minute Uh-oh. will. he finally he got in your butt he mm-hmm. finally got good he's not kicking our butts but he has finally gotten good to where it's not so much fun anymore it's work and i don't know if you know this but recently i've become a bit addle-minded <laughs> 
so being a good dad, you have to spend time with your kids and like, that's part of the rules. I think somewhere, somebody wrote that down. And so one of the things Will and I do together is we play chess and M's been playing chess with him and he's, he's just gotten really good recently. And he's not, it's, I don't think good is the word. He's got strategic. He's gotten visceral. Yeah. Yeah. Because he will pin you in and he like, it's checkmate in two moves if he wants and you know it, he knows it, but that's not what he wants right now. He's got you in a he corner. Play with you. Now it's time yep. to play with you. And so he'll just yep. pick you off piece by piece for like 30 more minutes. He'll drag it out. And then mercifully, he will put you in checkmate and you just want to die. Anyway, yep. if we have any chess masters out there that would like a 14 year old for a minute to humble, let me know. Seriously. DM me. We can make that happen because y'all should watch y'all should watch the Queen's Gambit on Netflix. I watched the first episode. I haven't picked it up it's since very then. Good. Did you finish it? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, Catherine and I finished it. Okay. It's very good. I'll finish it. That's a you good didn't idea. you don't you don't think chess to be like is this invigorating, like exciting thing, but the show does it really well and you get into it really quickly. So it's very good. Speaking of Netflix recommendations, does, uh Nate, you have a keep? It's time for keeps. Um, yeah, I got a collar for the dog. Oh, what'd you get? I got this. I went, I went with the sport dog, um, three quarter mile. Um, I think it's the eight twenty five X is what it's called. And it's got vibrate tone, uh, 21 levels of stimulation. Uh, haven't really put it on the dog yet. I've just been kind of playing with it and just kind of getting used to the controls and, feeling it and you know running through the different stimulation levels um just on my hand or whatever before i put it on the dog because i feel like if you don't feel it then you're not going to know what's too much and you know if you can if you know what a three feels like then you know when your dog reacts to a three and how it reacts to a three then you'll know up or down whatever so anyway so i've been playing with it and playing with the settings and so far, I really like it. Haven't really used it in the field yet. Haven't started doing any collar conditioning or anything yet with the dog. Probably start that in the next week or so. But um, but I'm excited to get to use it, and I'm excited that I have it um, ready to go. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting to use it more uh, and starting to collar condition some of this stuff because he's getting to the point now where it's like he doesn't listen to commands unless you've got, like, food in your hand. Um yeah oh gosh he's, unbelievably food he's food driven that's what i said yeah unbelievably food driven like it's like he's crazy we have we already have like one of those slow food bowls uh-huh. because he just inhales his food and he'll get to like halfway through his food and he'll start like gagging and hacking because he just like he won't he won't slow down it's like dude just chill man it's gonna be there yeah in, like 30 no one's seconds. taking it from you pal right so <laughs> anyway um He's super food driven, but he's getting to the point where he doesn't listen and he knows commands like he knows here and he knows sit and he knows place and he knows kennel. But he's unless you have a clicker and food in your hand, it's yeah, he doesn't care. So we need to start. We need to start conditioning some of these behaviors. So anyway, excited about the collar, excited to get to use it. Hopefully I don't screw up my dog uh, too bad, but I'm going to try not to. Do you see that so. Nate just basically moved the huck date? To his keep. Yeah, to like keep. It. That's what he did. He no, I, th- I appreciate that because I think e-callers come up so much um, in our group and on the podcast. So I think it's a good one to touch on. 
And what is your oh keep? <laughs> I wish that this show was videoed because what you would have seen while Nate was just talking is me trying to sneeze and Travis trying to mute me and us trying to hand signal back and forth so he didn't have to edit the show, like edit a sneeze <laughs> out of the show. Okay. My keep is, oh my God, my husband, Travis, who I just complained about to everybody because it's duck season. This guy, the, the dumb one. Got me the best birthday present ever. It is a Theragun. Except it's not the Theragun. What is it? I think it's called Taltronics. Okay. It's an Amazon version of a therapy gun. So it's basically that gun that like jackhammers your knots out of your back. Right. Oh my God. It's amazing. I love it so much. Even Will uses it. Yeah. It's it's really cool. It's got all the little attachments and everything. It's because I'm, oh, let me plug my, my side hustle. Uh, I'm a beach body coach. So I'm like constantly doing crazy workouts. And we have this great group going on Facebook. If you need somebody to work out with online anyways, let me, let me know. But it's been really awesome to have this gun for this program because it's doing a ton of upper body stuff with these bands. And that's where I get my worst knots um, between my shoulder blades. So the timing was impeccable and I've been using the heck out of it. Yeah. I'll put a link to the one we got because a Theragun's like three to $500. This was like 115 bucks or something. Yeah. Like it was not nearly as expensive, but had... Great what reviews. I tell you, thousands of five star reviews. Yeah. Unlike our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, By the way, you can leave a review on Apple iTunes. Exactly. Please leave a review. <laughs> and we'll or, read it. Or, or yes, find somebody we'll to... feature it on the show. Please, please. And it helps us out with the Apple algorithm. My keep is another product. I'm trying to get caught up on some of the products I got for duck season and, and let you guys in the loop on some stuff. And this is a thing that I did not, I don't know that it existed before about a month ago. Because the first time I ever saw it, I bought them. And that is Tangle Free Waterfowl has a product called Flutter Wings. Have you ever seen these, Nate? Uh, I don't think so. Or Floater Wings. Those are the two items that I'm keeping. Okay. And I talked last week about motion decoys in my spread. I, I talked about the Wonder Duck and the Lucky Duck and how I kind of moved away from Mojo. And these are really cool. They are basically little spinning wings on swivels on a snap swivel on a wire. One of them comes out of a float. That's the floater wing. So it's a weighted okay. float. So you can put that in right. your diver spread. You can clip it to a long line, whatever. The flutter wings actually have two little screw holes and you can screw them into the back of certain decoys. And it's got a wire that comes off each side with a little bitty wing on it that basically spins at the gentlest of breeze. So today, okay. Today I had some out. We had variable winds between, uh, it was three to eight miles an hour. So call it six months. And they were spinning fine. So it doesn't take a lot of wind to get them to move. It's just a little bit of movement. I, I, I said in a Facebook post the other day, someone was asking about uh, wood ducks. Wood ducks love motion close to the water. Most ducks love motion close to the water. It's a little more subtle. It looks more, a little more realistic. You know, early in the year, you can get it away with a mojo up on a real high pole. Right. Get it from further away. But this time of year, you want stuff that that really is kind of like almost real. This is a thing that kind of bridges that gap and super, super subtle, um, tangle free flutter wings, floater wings. They're very inexpensive because there's no mechanics to them. So remember, we used to always get the mojo. uh, What were those things called? The little flock of flickers, flock of flickers. Um, we would get those and they lasted about three hunts and then they would die and you'd get a six pack of them and you like three weeks in the season, you had to get another six pack and they were a hundred bucks or something. 
These are, right. I think I, I think I got a, a pack of three for like $20 mm. and there's nothing to break on them. They're just right. wire and, and plastic. So, uh, there's no batteries. There's no electronics. Anyway, check those out. Floater wings and flutter wings, floater wings and flutter wings. How do we, how have we not named this podcast? The flock of flickers. Like the whole podcast? Yeah. Like rebrand? Yeah. Is it time to rebrand? Dude, I love that name so much. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I think that's everything I got. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it. It would help us out immensely if you could spread the word. Share it on your favorite social media platforms in your favorite groups. Leave us a five-star review. Phone a friend. Tell your mom. Tell your wife. Tell your kids. Don't tell your kids. Uh, not safe. We had a number of folks sign up for Patreon last week. If you want to help us out financially, that's a great way to do it. Support the show. You can always buy our merchandise in our cast and blast and you can find the store. I don't remember the link name. Anyway, thank you guys so much <laughs> for all your support. And in the meantime, <laughs> stay woke.